0: I'm Lindsay Hotmeyer, and welcome to StoryHouse. This is a podcast about growing your business, but it's also about slowing down the noise so you can give the world the best parts of who you are. So if you've struggled with all the buzz around storytelling only to feel like you don't have a story worth sharing, or if you're tired of being forced on the wheel of marketing that doesn't feel right, but also feels impossible to ignore, then be sure to meet me here every week to hear from real business owners as we dismantle all the should-dos and must-dos of business. Hear how they've wrestled through their own struggles and walk away with strategies that help you authentically and sustainably grow, scale, or pivot the business you've built. We hear a lot about storytelling these days. Marketers tell us that if we wanna connect, we've gotta tell great stories. Leaders tell us if we wanna lead well, we've gotta tell great stories. You name the industry, and it seems like everyone's telling us that if we want to do it well, whatever it is, then we've got to tell great stories. And in lots of ways, this all is starting to feel a little icky to me because we've somehow managed to take this beautiful ancient gift of story and turn it into a bandwagon. And if you know anything about me, I intentionally jump off a bandwagon just to avoid being on the bandwagon. But yet here I am still, a storyteller. And I'm a storyteller who believes that in the hype of the bandwagon, we've missed a few things about what story really is. Earlier today, I read a rant by a fellow marketer who happens to be in the SaaS and tech world. He was making a case that marketers, at least in his world, shouldn't be storytellers. He was making a very serious, compelling, maybe not compelling, but passionate, very serious and passionate rant about why storytelling doesn't belong in the world of marketing. Clearly, I peeked up. And clearly, he's had enough of the bandwagon soup. His argument was that you can't turn technical blogs into story. Sure, go ahead and try, he said, but you're gonna lose your audience, you're gonna fail to make your point, story doesn't work in the tech world. When I read his post, I thought, well, he's sort of missing the point here. And I also thought, ah, Here's a fact-oriented human who's had enough of the heart infiltrating his work. I get it that the first thought was more factual, and the second thought was a total judgment on my part, so let me zero in on my fact-based response. And to do that, let me first begin by stating what story is not, because it's here where I think my fellow marketers' rant really gets it wrong. Story isn't a collection of sentences that explains why you've gotten to where you are Story isn't a few cleverly written paragraphs that detail a user's journey with your brand. Story isn't an emotional manipulation of words. And I think probably if I sat down with that fellow marketer, that's probably why he's a little annoyed about the whole buzz of storytelling. But what story really is, is it's an invitation to relationship. Let me repeat that. What story really is, is an invitation to relationship. And this, this is why marketers actually do have to be storytellers. Because there's no other tool in our human toolbox that empowers us to create relationships like that of story. We've got millennia of time on our side to prove this. So if story is an invitation to relationship, How does that work? How does that invitation show up? And why does it actually work? Let me share with you five points as to why I think that story shows up as such a strong, compelling invitation to create and sustain relationship. The first is that story invites you to share your point of view that's your distinct opinions, your beliefs, your values, and the frameworks that you're using to move through the world. So I say point of view here, but oftentimes I'll use the, the language of worldview. How are you moving through the world? What do you believe about your world? What are, what are the convictions and the values that you use to construct and sustain that world? If you don't know your point of view, it's not safe for me as your audience member to step foot inside your world Because you're not empowering me with choice. You're not giving me the information I need to know to be able to choose if I want to do business with you or not. And the only way I can answer, do I want to do business with you, is if you reveal your point of view, if you expose your worldview to me so that I can choose, is that somebody who aligns with who I am? Is that somebody who's gonna get me from point A to point B? Is that somebody who will bring value into my world? And doing that, that requires something more than numbers or data or just a fact-by-fact analysis can actually show me. So that's number one. Number two is that a story positions you for impact in the moment and then beyond. You see, all great stories reflect the issues of their time. I look at my bookshelf right now and I see dozens and dozens of novels on my shelves and they all reflect very specific, particular issues of their time. They're taking on a moment in time. They're stepping into that moment. They're exposing it. They're inviting their reader to think deeper about it. And because they extend beyond fact, beyond number, and they zero in on the human condition of that moment, they also transcend time. So many of the books on my shelf are decades and decades old, but when I pick them up and I read them, they still move me. Many of them still move me to tears, and I can pull any of them down and talk to you very specifically about how that book changed my life. You see, As a storyteller, you always need to be relevant. You always need to be grounded in what's actually happening in your world and in your audience's world. Facts and data and hard numbers can help you be relevant, but you also need resonance. You need to resonate with your audience. You need to to connect with them on a deep gut level. And you can't get that type of resonance without exposing the heart. And you can't expose the heart without leveraging the tool of story. Number three, story offers something of value. Again, thinking about looking at the books on my shelf, the most life-changing books aren't the how-to business books that I have up there, but they're the ones that I talked to you about earlier. The ones that tell stories of other humans who entered onto page one with one perspective, and then when I got to the end of the story with those humans in the pages of the book, when I got to the end of the story, they were somebody else. Sometimes they were someone I had hoped they'd become. Other times I was surprised. Sometimes it was just something completely different from what I could have even imagined. But always my perspective, my character, my personhood, it changed right along with them. I see the world differently. I see others differently. I see my opinions differently. I ask different questions. I dream different dreams. And that's the value that story brings. It changes the human from the inside out. Number four, story offers a clear path. And I'm not talking about a clear path to change because that's not always the case with story. It's not always linear. It's not always immediate. But the format of story You know, the beginning, the middle, the end, the rise, the fall, the struggle, the transformation. You see, we come to trust story because the code of story has been imprinted on our DNA. We know what to expect with it. And even when it twists and turns, we know that somewhere, somehow, there's going to be a resolution. So as a brand, when you lead with story, when you include story in your messaging, You're inviting your audience into the rhythm of narrative that they've been born to understand. And when they step into that narrative, well, the research of neuroscience experts like Paul Zach tell us that when they step into story with us, our brains actually scientifically link up. They mirror one another so we can empathize. We can relate. We get that resonance that we so desperately need with one another and with our audience. And then the last story offers the promise of transformation. You've heard me say it before on this podcast, and you're going to hear me say a hundred times more. The stories we tell have to answer two primary questions for our audience. They're asking, who are you? When they step into our brand, they want to know who are you? And once they have the answer to that question, they want to know this, who am I going to become when I join you? So sure, an origin story, it's a great start, but unless you go beyond that to really reveal who you are, what you believe, and how you move through your world, your audience is never going to be able to answer that second question. They want to invest in something that will make change possible. They want to see it's been done, that they can do it, that it can be done again, They wanna know that choosing to trust you with their time, their trust, their hopes, their dreams, their energy, their brain space, their heart, and their money is a choice that's going to leave them completely, irrevocably transformed. So is it true that marketers shouldn't be storytellers? I guess it depends on what type of brand you're wanting to build. But if you're building a brand that values your customer that truly longs to build relationship with your audience, then I'd say the only way to do that is through story. As founder and CEO at Storyhouse 15, my vision is to build a world of people who have answered the call that's been uniquely placed upon their lives. So if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And if you're ready to grow and pivot with clarity and confidence, be sure to stop by and say hello at storyhouse15.com.